<laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Life Lessons for Our Kids podcast. That clip was one I did on Tuesday. Um, just had this bit revelation um, and uh, not a lot of that will make sense but basically I've been going through what I've <laughs> self-diagnosed as a midlife crisis recently at the tender age of 38 and a half and uh, I just had this revelation on Tuesday I just felt brilliant I felt like all that was behind me and I kind of turned a corner with this kind of negative thinking about things I'll, I'll delve into it in a minute but um, yeah just ended up driving a, to the top of this hill this beautiful sunset on my way home and kind of recording this one minute 10 video and at the end I think I said favorite it and watch it when you if you're ever down in dumps again and um yeah that was that so uh, welcome and um welcome today's topic of midlife crisis question mark I don't know what's been happening but um yeah so I haven't done a podcast for a little while um, I only want to do ones when I think there's a decent topic to be done um, <laughs> this is quite juicy I guess um, it's not a medical condition or term but um, wind back to around Black Friday uh, when's that like November time end of November I guess isn't it around Thanksgiving as I recall Anyway, um, I got to that point and um, this is going to be sound so stupid, but um, I'm really into cycling, as you may have heard on previous episodes, and always dreamt of actually spending a bit of money getting a carbon fibre bike, what I love on my my bike at the moment, uh, just a few hundred pounds worth of um aluminium right and um to take it to the next level to get one that's more efficient with like electronic gears and a lighter frame not to bore you too much but it would make me faster it would make me pedaling up hills easier and therefore be faster and it'd be so much more pleasurable and enjoyable to to ride is how i've justified it to myself and i always thought you know when i get a big birthday i'm gonna, gonna treat myself and then they're free grand to be honest and um it's hard to justify as a new parent right but i always thought you know um 10 years ago when i got my two bikes um one day i'll get a proper one and 10 years later i'm in this position when <clears throat> basically the the brand i want the bike i want ish there's a color i wanted anyway <laughs> black of course came up on Black Friday as this deal and it's like six and a half grand's worth of bicycle for like two, sorry, 4,200. And I thought, wow, like, maybe now's the time, maybe I'll go in early and um, very quickly realised that I do not have that money. <laughs> and just reflected, like, had this long weekend while the deal, this, the um, sale was still on and had this... I know this sounds stupid. Sorry, guys, but just um, just reflected about how have I got to this point where I'm, I'm damn near forty and I can't even afford what I need. I really, I mean, I tend, 
<laughs> 10 more bikes, not, not going to cut it much longer. What I need to follow my passion and my, my hobby and take it to the next level. I know my fitness might deteriorate as I get older and older, but counteract that somewhat. <laughs> or maybe I won't take it so seriously and do these epic things, but when I do do it, it will be with the top gear and um, it it was just, it's just so, uh, I just found it really upsetting. I just went through all these emotions of, like, how have I got to this point? Like, ah, oh man, like, where have I gone wrong to the point where <laughs> I can't afford a bike? It sounds stupid. I just started looking at people around me, you've got, got all the gear and just think, how have they, how have they done that? And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not eternally kind of, happy and grateful that I'm a homeowner I've got this beautiful little family and all these things around me but um I guess I want more I'm ambitious and I don't know like I was just thinking all right okay well I'll leave it for a year but am I gonna pay six grand then a year like I'd rather pay start enjoying it now and treat myself early and you know decided I'm not just going to borrow even more money and get this thing and um, and yeah since then just I think I used the word worthless in that little video if you could make that um, audio out at all but fucking sorry to swear but I swore at the start so <laughs> it's already happened um, oh man I need some new clothes new threads they're like, I've got rips in my jeans, like genuine ones from overuse, like haven't really got some decent clubber and it just affects your self-confidence, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> um, uh, I've got in this position financially that I'm not happy with, like basically rewind a year, my New Year's resolution was to... Um, uh, set up and kind of a side hustle so inspired by some close friends to us actually um I don't think I've mentioned this um they're a brilliant couple they've they're a home they're homeowners but they rent that out um they um also have a side uh they own a business on top of both having full-time jobs and they're really ambitious they talk about what they want to where their long-term plan is and they're really working towards that and I kind of started last last year thinking okay well that's really inspirational what have I got around me in terms of assets that I could try and turn into profitable ones and um, uh, with with some injury claim money a few years ago what I did was I bought my kind of car of my dreams which is a old 1963 split screen camper van um, as it turns out it's a really good color for weddings it's like white and cream so it's really neutral um it's lovely condition and um a bit of a money pit <laughs> so how can i recoup without just having to sell the thing you know what i mean and how can i recoup some of the money i'm spending on it and possibly turn that into profit so to cut a long story short i am invested in getting the engine all refurbished and things it's like three thousand pounds and wow it's a lot of money and uh, a few other expenses on top of that trying to market it as a wedding car and uh, I came to this revelation like April last year I spent the first three or four months thinking what, what can I do as a kind of side hustle I've 
if you listen back to my first podcast which I recommend doing because it's my favourite one it's the reason I'm doing podcasting I've always had something on the side of my full time job whether it's it's just been grafting to be honest it's just been grafting in my spare time um, behind bars pulling pints um, but earning additional income so this this time around at, at my age it's something a bit different something I can in the evenings kind of answer emails and inquiries and stuff while my little lad's asleep and um on weekends assuming he's he's been taken care of by a family member kind of go out there and do something which is really enjoyable like driving people um to and from their their wedding like seeing the look in their eyes seeing them in the back kind of toasting their their marriage and kind of remembering where I was there in 2018 and how magic it felt and sharing that moment with them and kind of get paid for the <laughs> privilege is brilliant and um yeah, so I got a few bookings last year and I didn't even start it till April but it wasn't three thousand pounds worth it was half that I think um and yeah I've really kind of speculated to accumulate and still uh in debt from that and Towards the end of last year, I was really working hard. I'd, I'd signed up to, I'm on like 11 different websites that offer these kind of wedding supplier um, listings. Sorry, I know I'm going on a tangent here, but um, <clears throat> I guess it's relevant. And around Black Friday, November, December, no one's booking. And there's loads of inquiries, but no one's booking wedding cars. They're, they're trying to get through Christmas, right? And that was that was me going into the start of 2023 with with nothing lined up no 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 bookings um and kind of just being a bit down about it really and as I say finance was my main (laughs) midlife crisis um moment um what else did I do I, I entered a bike race just to get a bit of exhilaration um made a stupid admin error and got declined from it because I'm within a mile of the border of the southwest and southeast of England apparently and uh, I applied to the southwest when I'm officially in the southeast or whatever so I got turned down from that bike race I was oh man I can't even enter a race like (laughs) let alone (laughs) compete in it and probably come last but um I rectified that in January, early January, and I did one, and it did come last, but I did not have the equipment. Um, I'm not going to blame it on that. <laughs> I'm doing one again this weekend when I have actually got... So basically, it was a mud bath, and I was wearing trainers, and who runs through a muddy field in just smooth trainers whilst carrying a bike. It's a, the bike race is called a cyclocross event, which is something that I did like 10, 9, 8 years ago and not, not done for a few years um, really enjoyable <clears throat> exhilarating exactly kind of just to get that kind of focus and exhilaration back in my life that's why I wanted to do it and I've done that and I've got my little side hustle and already this year I've got like three bookings coming up and um, yeah just feel a lot better about things and I don't really know what it took to to get there um um in the video sorry the audio at the start of this <coughs> episode I'm banging on about some work news I've been selected for this thing I'm going to be on this committee and I need to travel to the states twice a year and 
just respected in, in the workplace as well, which is a real good thing. Um, really motivating and um, real sense of achievement from that. So that's my little story of a midlife crisis in, in a small amount of time. I'm just looking at 13 minute long recording. <laughs> um, how can I pad this out? Let's have a think. Okay, need to turn this into some sort of life lesson. So I think upon reflection, it's it's not important, material things, and I can still cycle around. I've got two bikes, as I said, one's knackered, but one does the job. I'm 90% as good as I should be. Um, but do I do it enough to justify that money I could spend on other things? Um, that's debatable. I mean... <laughs> um, what what really matters is that you feel wanted and rewarded and um, happy in life, right? Um, that's what really matters. Obviously, what detracts from that is stress and um, financial stress. Is, oh, I've always been like... <laughs> Since coming out of university with a debt, I climbed out of it, spanked it on a sports car, sold that, got... A, a flat on, on the property ladder like we sorry we won a few years before that I, I bought a house as I made out in the first first episode which is why I got my first bar job on the side just I've always had this like stress in my life financially and it's the thing like just consuming and just takes away from being able to fully relax and enjoy life sometimes and just it's easier said than done but <laughs> A dream of the day when that's not 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 an issue, as I'm sure some massive percentage of people do too. But maybe I just let it affect me more because I kind of catastrophize things. And anyway, it's a bit of a catastrophe at the moment because um, <laughs> I need to climb out this debt hole. But anyway, um, we've like uh, we're so. Like ambitious we put a house on the market 18 months after buying it for an incredible amount more than we paid for it because if someone wants to pay that they can have it you know what i mean we'll move on and we'll try and move up the property ladder like um yeah i think we're our own worst enemy in that respect but there's something to that something to kind of stretching yourself to pay the maximum mortgage possible because then you, you're kind of a bigger step on the property ladder. I've always fully believed on that, um, whatever step that is. And my first property was a low step, but it was the maximum we could afford. And um, I, I don't really regret that because <coughs> the higher step up you get, uh, what am I talking about? I'm not giving lef lessons in mortgages, but I'll leave it there. I don't want to go down that track. Um, so, yeah, don't have a midlife crisis, people, please. <laughs> it's not worth it. Uh, just just reflect on things. If you, if you get that, if you get to my grand old age and start thinking, ah, oh, I'm not quite where I want to be financially, then do something about it. Like, um, this isn't going to make me much money, what I'm doing now, and um, I do have other ambitions. Um. For this year now, now I've got that in place. Um, well, let's see where that they take me, but I don't know. I just want to live the second half of my life like 
um, stress-free, happy, enjoying life, you know, like anyone should do. Um, yeah, so I might leave it there for now, uh, for this episode. It's a funny one. It's a short one. Um, let me know your feedback. Uh, it'd be nice to hear that. And um, I'll think of another topic for next time. Thank you.